0: Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Lift off. We have a lift off. Um, Gun Zaga. I asked you earlier, and you confirmed. God is purple.
1: God is indeed purple.
0: Well, if I if I if Pat Hanley was sitting here like he should be, right now, <laughs> if I asked him, all right, is, is do you? What is this thing with the God of being purple? Do you agree? What would he say?
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Navy blue? Yeah, I don't blue, know. Blue and gray. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: How did they get to like? I mean, it's a cool line. You it know? is, um, but it's obviously it's obviously tongue in cheek and it's a joke, right? Yeah. I don't know who came up with like, hey, God is going to be purple because it's kind of blasphemous saying that God's any color. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not totally uh, ripping on the Eagles, but I'm just saying <laughs> it's but um, uh, that aside, it's a it's a it's a fun. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 the prep kids are like, God. I wish we thought of that first.
1: Imagine if they taught that in our religion classes. God was purple. You had to go through sections about
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gonzaga religion classes.
1: Yes that would be funny. That'd be really funny.
0: Um, And then the end, they're like, uh, remember that week that month we spent about how God's purple? Yeah. (laughs) That was just for fun. (laughs) And you love Gonzaga now, don't you? Yeah. (laughs) The indoctrination. No. Uh, Anyway, welcome, Marshall, uh, to Pillars of Community. Yeah, thank you for having me. You got it, man. We're supposed to have Panley here, but he's too much of a Don Juan, I guess.
1: Yeah, he's whipped. He's got a girlfriend? What the
0: heck is he doing in Annapolis? That's, he doesn't live in Annapolis. No, he
1: doesn't. He lives. He probably got a
0: girlfriend who lives in Annapolis.
1: Um, I think I, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I think she lives closer to him, but I think she has a house in Annapolis as well.
0: Got it. Got it. So I mean, I guess they're. What is today? Wednesday.
1: Today, yeah. Wednesday. What?
0: Does he not go to school?
1: I think they're out.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. For a minute, I thought that he was goddess purple guy like you. No, uh, no, they're graduating this weekend, yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. I still so, got another week, so some, <laughs> some
0: time on the water, I guess.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you guys are buddies, we are. Yeah,
1: yeah. We uh stayed in touch throughout mm-hmm. high school, which yeah. is yeah, which cool.
0: is which is typical or not so typical. Um, the Gonzaga prep thing,
1: I'd say it's for our grade, it kind of depends on the grade, but yeah, our grade we never really disliked each other. I right. mean, all of us went to school together at one point pretty much. Um
0: moderate, the modern day connection is strong. Oh, yeah.
1: It's crazy. It's like there was probably twelve guys who went to Gonzaga who I hung out with and then the thirty guys who went to prep, they all hung out together and mm-hmm. we still we still hung out um, you know on the weekends.
0: Well, that that right that right there can be like a, a unifier. Yeah. For the rest of your non-modern day classmates, you know
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: which is great, you know.
1: No, it's super cool. I pat Pat and give Michael and Enrique a shout out. Those were my boys at uh, Modern Day. Oh and
0: Enrique,
1: <laughs> uh, Enkayco, Yep,
0: he's such a gem.
1: Oh, he's awesome.
0: I need we need him on the podcast. <laughs> come on, come on, Enrique. Yeah, you got to be listening to this thing. <laughs> and his older brother Donde Yeah. He's with, a cool dude. Yeah, genius. Yeah. Smart, smart cat. Yep. And you said Enrique and who else? Michael? Murphy. Oh,
1: yeah. Murph. Yep.
0: There's another M&M for you, huh? Yep.
1: m M&M m Jim. Yes, sir.
0: Oh, man. Um, you went to modern day what? One year? Did you come in? No, you came in sixth grade?
1: I came in sixth grade. Cool. Yeah.
0: How, how was that transition? Or how was that? Did you like
1: it? Oh, I loved it. It was the best three years of my life, probably. Um, I Seriously, I loved it so much. Um, it was so different from what I was used to because mm-hmm. I went to, I went to a public school before that. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I got to modern day, it's just completely different. You mm-hmm. know, they don't baby you, they kind of let you figure things out on your own Right, and they can be kind of a hard ass to you too. So, uh, I enjoyed that cause I, I like being pushed and told when I'm doing something wrong, and I think yeah. it made me better, so I really enjoyed it.
0: I think you're right. Um, certainly for certain people, like, thrive off that discipline yeah. idea. Kevin Giblin, who was there and taught me and taught with me for a while, he uh, used to say, boys crave discipline. I, yeah. It's like, I, I, I sometimes people, teachers leave the room. You know, you have to, every so often. Um, and Certain kids like get uncomfortable, yeah, so certain, certain ki- like you' got a class clown or two, and they're like you know firing spitballs or, yeah. or or they're snagging people's book bags and throwing them out the window or something, <laughs> but uh some people are just like I-, I want the discipline back, you know it's kind of counterintuitive,
1: yeah, there's always you got the kids who are running around, you know messing around, and then you got the kids who just kind of sit there and wait for the for the teacher to come back, two different kinds of people, yeah.
0: That's when I used to. I had to leave the classroom. I would leave, and I'd like hang outside <laughs> and like listen, and throw my head
1: back in. Oh yeah, like, I'm still here.
0: Yes, <laughs> better be good.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. It was
0: fun. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I ended up back at Monterey for like 15 years. Like I, I went there from second to eighth grade. Yep. Um, I was at Saint Bartholomew School, and you know it was like. I needed a little more active environment. Yeah. My mom and dad put me over there, and I saw the teachers en- enjoying what they're doing, like, so much. Yeah. And I, lo- I looked up all of them as a, a, a solid role models during, like, the most important years. Like you are like your puberty years, basically, you know? It's like yeah. Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, you're just, like, growing and changing, and you need direction.
1: Yeah, there's so many kids who I went to school with when I was uh, before I came to Modern Day, and I see them now, and I'm like, Ooh, what, there's, <laughs> <laughs> what? What happened? There? <laughs> but I think, I honestly, because a lot of those kids I hung out with, so yeah. um, you at your, in your public school, yeah. So a lot of those were my friends then, and I think if I hadn't gone to Modern Day, I may have, you know, ended up not, not not the way I am.
0: You like you like the way you are now. As, I do, as you should. Yeah, nice young man, and you're going to Wake Forest to get an education. Yeah, and to play some golf on the side, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah, Wake Forest, big time golf. We were talking earlier, um, and uh, <laughs> we talked again earlier about how you're a big time cross too. I was, and I know I know big time across and I remember coaching you, watching eighth grade. I'm like, this guy's, he's got it, but. It's not the age of Deion Sanders anymore, or Bo Jackson, I guess. <laughs>
1: you know those names? I do know those Yeah, names, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Two-sport two professionals. It's hard now, I guess. It's hard now.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard to play two sports. Yeah. Um,
0: and go to Wake Forest, or go to the top of the food chain for any given sport. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and you chose golf.
1: I did. I did. How come? Um i played lacrosse my whole life and hmm. uh I played really seriously from the time I was in probably fourth grade up until eighth grade. Um, you start
0: you played golf uh, lacrosse before golf?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I played I I didn't play golf seriously until um I'd say seventh grade. Spring of seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And then but I played lacrosse super seriously my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um And I think I just got burnt out from it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the games. I enjoyed playing. I enjoyed, you know, being with my team. But Mm -hmm. it was just a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. And not enjoying something and having to do it all the time makes you hate it even more. (laughs) Uh, So I think I was initially just going to take a break. And maybe go back and play again in uh, freshman year of high school. Yeah. But, um, going into freshman year of high school, I had a really good summer in golf. And once that happened, I, I started getting attention from colleges. And then after that, I just completely focused on, on golf.
0: Yeah. And we we're talking earlier about tough decisions, you know, and uh, the hardest decisions are those that, uh, uh, some of the hardest decisions, i say, are those that um, involve, like, a lot of people have, have strong opinions. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, all right, I, I listen to this person. I, I trust these people. You know, these people forever. You know, these are my coaches and teachers and stuff like that. Um, to be able to take all that and all that, their, their opinions and sometimes helpful, uh, but other times, like, distracting noise. And to block it out and listen to your your own voice,
1: yeah. I uh, it's
0: a life it's a lifetime struggle. It's a lifetime deal that it, uh, you learned at an early age.
1: Yeah, it's hard to not listen to other people, especially when it's a big decision like that. Because yeah. that decision had repercussions that would have gone down all the way to college. Yeah, and I was making that in eighth grade, so yeah. um, I just followed what I wanted to do. Yeah, it probably wasn't the smartest decision at the time, but uh, it ended up working out, and I'm super happy. It, it, it,
0: you mean like not the smartest, like being that it was like a gamble.
1: It was a gamble because yeah. I was I was much better at lacrosse at the time than I was at golf, right. and uh, I was pretty confident that if I kept working hard at lacrosse, I could yeah. probably go play pretty good college. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah, that was a bit of a gamble, but super happy that I took it and uh, it worked out yeah
0: sometimes like it's a line I think in the line from a song the heart knows what the head doesn't or the heart can or something like that it's like the, the safe bet would be is to stick with the cross
1: yeah
0: but like I don't know something speaking inside it's that mysterious voice that always is saying something that you really gotta listen to um, that's what I was talking about. It's like it's sort of lifelong listening fest in yeah. a lifelong relationship you have your mind has with your heart yep and to try to keep those in tune yeah and I, you can't make sense of this stuff sometimes yeah. yeah
1: i think i have. I also have just a super addictive personality where once mm-hmm. i start to fall in love with something mm-hmm. then i just i go for it 100 mm-hmm. percent. and i noticed that it, it was like that with lacrosse um you know back in like fifth and sixth grade where I I would be out in my backyard throwing against uh, the bounce back and then shooting all the time. And then as seventh and eighth grade rolled around, I noticed I would just, you know, I would either be at the golf course or, um, you know, at my house, not doing anything. Mm -hmm. And I'd stopped practicing when I didn't have to practice.
0: Stop practicing golf. Lacrosse. lacrosse. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, I noticed that. I think that was just like a.
0: What I, was the, the
1: spark? What do you think it was? Uh,
0: you said. You said. What? Uh, eighth, eighth grade or?
1: So I stopped playing club lacrosse in seventh grade, okay. and then I played. I played for Modern Day in eighth grade.
0: Something happened. When did you start playing uh, a lot of golf? Um, when did you start getting the kind of that like, you said like obsessed about it?
1: Obsessed. I would say late summer of sixth grade.
0: Going into seventh. Yes. Yeah. And I I was was it a get a home one or something?
1: No, I (laughs) I think I shot like a seventy four or something. This is a great number. And I was just like, holy cow Where did you shoot that at? Uh at Chevy Chase. Cool. Yeah. And it was I was like blown away. I was like, Holy crap, this is it's so fun, you know. There's and it was like a a whole new great feeling of you know, it's it's a completely different feeling than scoring a goal. It's like this was it's so much more like I I put in all the work, and it's all paying off. Yeah. And it's all on you, whether or not you play or succeed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I kind of like that pressure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. Um, there's a lot of – so that was like sort of your aha moment. Yeah. Maybe you shot at seven which is your personal best at the time. Yep. At the time. Slown <laughs> <laughs> listeners. Um, and, you're like, and then your sort of personality that you talk about. It's like, I want more of that.
1: Yes. Right. Yeah. And I just started going out practicing every day. I mean, I'd be out there for, I'd be out there at like nine. I'd come home at like six. Mm -hmm. And it was just like 12 hours of busy. Just, I just enjoyed it so much. Mm -hmm. And I had a good, I have a good group of friends to play with. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, we just, it wasn't all, which is nice. And I think that Mm -hmm. was fun. I struggled with. Not getting burnt out with lacrosse because it was serious. All the- yeah. Um, and golf, I could I could mess around when I wanted to, but yeah, I could also turn the switch when I wanted to get serious and get something done. It's good
0: perspective. Like you can call up some friends and be like, "Let's go play a fun game." Yeah, exactly. I uh, need to call up like like t- twelve guys in order to get to bring all your equipment. You got to bring the balls. Yep. I'm talking about lacrosse now, and you got to bring the uh, sticks and the pads and everything. And now, what are you gonna do? Play, like, three-on-three? Three,
1: yeah. You know? Yeah, it's it's different. It's Yeah, it's definitely much easier to get things put together.
0: Yeah. Um, you could, like, yeah. I was going to say you chip in the backyard, but you could also, like, a go with the crossball. <laughs> that point is moot. Yeah. You know that term? Moot? I don't. I forgot. I was talking to my mom, small side. I was talking to her yesterday, and, she, and we talked about something like, well, this is here, and this is there, so they cancel each other out. So that point is mute m-o-o-t never heard that um i always thought it was mute
1: i think that's someone who can't speak
0: i know that oh, you know, okay. but, <laughs> but that would be that would be i'm, I'm double checking myself right now <laughs> okay but that would be a, a uh a point uh you'd say yeah, i would say this maybe i'm like all right that cabinet over there <laughs> is made of oak okay and then yeah, I don't know. You'd see something on it that says, uh, like, native oak. I'm like, all right, the thing you just said, you don't really need to say it. That point is pretty moot. Yeah. M O O T. Huh. I think that this is, M O O T. Moot point, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. The
0: issue of that is, uh, is subject to or open for discussion to be, which no satisfactory answer found. Okay. Usually one. We definitely definitively turned by somewhere. something like that, but it's not, it's not mute. Like a point, where, I mean, you could say that they can't speak or something that doesn't speak. It sounds like it could be right, you know? Yeah. And I, I miss, I um, have, uh, hold on. All right, we're good. Um, a lot of times the conversation in conversation and in, in writing, I would say, mute, mute. This conversation is beginning a little bit moot. So we're going to change the subject back to golf. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> um, there's a really cool honesty, I think, about the sport. I don't think we're recording. We're going to take, we're going to take five. Take two.
1: Okay.
0: I like sushi.
1: <laughs> and we're
0: back. All right. All right. Sushi's a healthy dish.
1: It is. Yeah.
0: Know? And it gets like, it's almost like Chinese food light. Even though know, I know sushi is Japanese, everybody, but uh, I love Chinese food.
1: I love China. I love yeah.
0: Asian food in general. Yeah, so do I. The soy sauce, yep. the salt, probably um, teriyaki. All those teriyaki sauces. Yeah, I love rice.
1: I love. I uh, eat rice with almost everything.
0: Gosh, I haven't had any dinner. Now I'm going <laughs> no, this thing short. <laughs> uh, but I, if I'm like in the mood for uh, Chinese food, I would say. Um And I'm like, you want to not, like, overeat, which mm-hmm. happens all the time when I eat Chinese food?
1: <laughs> that's same with
0: um, Then you get sushi. And it's like, you get the rice, and you get, like, a healthier, you don't get, like, deep fried chicken, like a, a general sow, um, and it's like a, a raw fish, but then you get to put, like, soy sauce all over it.
1: Yeah, it's a process. So it takes yeah. longer to eat. It may not be as much food, but it takes longer to eat. So good it point. It's like on. eating crabs. Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh man, I love
0: crabs. <laughs> <laughs> eat crabs. It's like it's uh, self-imposed or it's imposed uh, by the uh, the dish. Basically, it just takes time, and, and I think it's been proven or whatever. If you eat slowly, that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, it gives yourself time to get full. I think.
0: Correct. Um, yeah, correct, and, and then allow for your stomach to fill up uh, gradually instead of like you know dumping everything down there, and that's when you start eating too much. Exactly. And if you have, like, three pieces of pizza, I'm like, I'm okay on three pieces of pizza, but I'm still hungry. I'm still hungry. <laughs> yeah. But you give yourself, all right, I'm going to have a seven-and-a-half-minute break here. And I'm like, you know what? My hunger's gone.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Because the stomach
0: is actually <clears throat> got to catch up with how much you're putting in there.
1: I did that today. I uh, During lunch, I just I started eating so many things so fast. <laughs> and I, I was like, I shouldn't eat all this. And, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm still hungry. So I went out of there, toasted two pieces of toast, threw some peanut butter on there. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, all right. And then poured myself like a bowl of goldfish. I'm like, what am I doing?
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, good, it's good going down, right? Yeah, it is like, good going down. I, I don't know if you got like a period after lunch, uh, but you, I'd, I'd be falling asleep.
1: It's it's definitely difficult to stay awake, <laughs> especially at home. <laughs>
0: is that where you were at home? Were you home today? I was. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and
0: you're home and you're comfortable in your comfy clothes and everything.
1: Oh, yeah. And you get, the after
0: lunch period, even a modern day, you don't even—I don't even like teaching it. Yeah, because I have a, So it's a gourmet day, right? <laughs> and you're like, all right, we're definitely not starting this class on time, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're starting a little five minute late grace period, <laughs> and then you get in there, and you're like, maybe I have another chicken wing as the kids like hand up their homework, and it just like oh, you know, everyone's just tired and full.
1: Oh, it's so. It, and when you have days like that, you just go. Full out. You load up your plate nine times. You're, like, already ready to puke, and you're like, all right, I can get some more on the plate and scarf it down.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mr. Geimer, remember his line? Take all you want, but, you know.
1: I can't. I don't don't Take
0: all you want, but eat all you take.
1: Okay. Which
0: is fair. Yeah, it is fair. I don't care how many you want to. That was also Mr. Williams' line. (laughs) Uh, Similar line. He was famous for during D.C. week. He's like, all right, boys, when you're down there in D.C., you're not going to buy any food except at lunchtime. All <laughs> right, all right, guys, no horsing around down there. But at lunchtime, you can eat as much as you want. But if lunch is 40 minutes long, when that 40 minutes is done, that food better be gone. <laughs> He's like, you can, get, you can get all the jujubes you want just like some random candy. I don't know if they still make.
1: I, they do. My mom got me them Jujubees. for Christmas. They're Jujubees. terrible.
0: <laughs> Hear that, Mister Uh And it became a joke. I'm just like, he's doing. He's gonna say Juju again. He's gonna say Juju um again. Right, it's this DC week speech. Um, but the point is, during lunch, you don't take all you want, but eat all you take.
1: Yep. To, we used to petition after Gourmet Days to not have to run during sports. We'd be like, "We're <laughs> gonna puke! We're all gonna puke!" Yeah, and I'd be like, yeah. "All right, all right," and then they'd like have us pick up all the balls and like, and then they would yeah. put us to the end line and be like, yeah. "All right, now you're running." Yeah, you're like, "Oh gosh!" Yeah,
0: yeah. It was like, yeah, it's always like, and they, you're in they get Gourmet Day, they in upper school, they think they're like really. Mature and old, or something, and they're like somewhat wise about yep. eating in the world, or something. <laughs> I'm like, I have, I let's say we have PE, right? Yeah, We got seventh grade PE, or seventh grade Gourmet Day. <clears throat> like, I'm scared. We can't, we can't run. We can't run today. All right. So we had a Gourmet Day. You know, it's like, it's like so full. It's you know? like, <laughs> the, like fake sort of groans, <laughs> and they scratch their bellies. Like, oh, I just can't do it. You know, it's just like, I'm just full of like too many cheeseburgers <laughs> and Chick-fil-A's. And like, uh, like you know, snap out of it, and you get to run.
1: <laughs> Ding-dongs.
0: <laughs> that was that was a big line of mine, maybe after you graduated. It was, Mr., was Mr. Danver there when you were there a little uh, bit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He taught you seventh grade, maybe, history? Yes. Yeah. So one of my best friends. We used to always run together, and we used to do PE together. Yeah. And well, like first grade, second grade, seventh grade, whatever they so do you have to run today? I said, no, we don't. You get to run. So get on, the, get on the line.
1: <laughs> I, def- I definitely and heard that. You're welcome. That. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: think I don't know if this is true. This may be putting or myself maybe myself putting a memory mm-hmm. in my head. Mm-hmm. But did you ever make the kids thank you while they were running? Yes, you did. Yes. Okay, I thought I remembered Yes, that. I thought that was hysterical.
0: When we get back from this lap, you're going really hard. Be sure to thank me.
1: You
0: want to thank you? You don't even write me a thank you note. Send it to the school. Uh, <laughs> I'm making you better. Come on, embrace, embrace the hurt. <laughs> I think, I think, Mr. Kubik, embrace the suck. Yep. But uh, good memories, huh?
1: So many good memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did so many things that I didn't think I was going to do there. That's so cool. I did. I wrestled eighth grade instead of playing hockey, which was you. which you, was you, weird and different. You play hockey, guy. I was, yeah. I played hockey for like 10 years. You did Chevy Chase, right? I did, yeah. yeah. So I, I also had Mr. Danvers as a coach in that. Yeah. He's yeah. hilarious. He's I'm hilarious. Sure. I loved him. Totally. And, um, him and Mr. Charles is just, a, you um, never know what you're going to get.
0: This is true. <laughs> talk, about, talk about the odd couple. <laughs> yeah. Those two guys. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Both good, good coaches, but they're pretty different.
1: Very. <laughs> I had Mr. Charles's brother as my coach at Chevy, and they are just, just polar opposites huh. at coaching. What's his name? Do you know his First
0: thing. Um,
1: I don't. I, yeah. I. I should. I. I, I don't know. I did it one
0: time. Um. But yeah, Mr. Charles, big hockey guy. He played. He
1: played uh,
0: across the street. He played. He played in Chevy Chase. He might still play, for all I know. He's a nut. But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's still playing. I wouldn't either. Yeah. He yeah. would talk about athlete, man. You know that? About Mr. Charles.
1: I didn't know he was that good of an athlete. Oof.
0: Like the athletic ability. Like, he went and played one year in college, like, set, like records for lacrosse and everything. He's like, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, like, a really good golfer. Oh, wow. Used to be. I don't know how much he golfs anymore. But, like, used to, like, just, for like, athletic ability. And you can tell athletes almost by how they walk. Yeah. You start running, you throw him a ball, and they're like, this guy's, this guy's got it. You know, the eye-hand yeah. coordination and stuff, and he surfs a lot. He's yeah. really good at that. Yeah. Um, but he was a big golfer man. He got into golf. But anyway, talk to me about golf. What's your What's your best iron? Right, what's your best club in the bag?
1: Hi, not, not
0: the foot wedge. No, not. the Don't foot have wedge. that. We took that out. <laughs> I ain't got room for that thing.
1: Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> always. <laughs> always room the There's always room for the foot wedge. You uh, make room. Yep. Uh, I'd say my driver. I hit it pretty straight off the tee. Um, it's
0: pretty. It's great. Start it with that. that. Yeah. yeah.
1: I just got to – once I get on the green, it's uh, I got to get better at that. Plastic? Yeah. A lot of – so much of golf is psychological and yeah. mental. And it's such it, – like, it should be the easiest part of the game, you'd think. Like, yeah. you'd think hitting a little ball from, like, 300 yards away onto, you know, a, a 30-foot wide, 30-foot deep green with yeah. a tiny hole yeah. would be the hardest part. But it's, like, the five-foot putt is right. – by far because you're just going on in your brain it's all just yeah you gotta try and block that stuff out and I've been trying to get better at that but um, it's definitely hard
0: it's like how many five foot putts have you missed maybe less than you've made
1: but let's just but
0: but we, I think it's human nature to focus on the failures instead of the successes I agree which is I don't know if that's human truly human nature like the human condition or just Competitive people, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Don't um. Know. But lot that's that's the that's the rule of thumb. As it seems to me.
1: I would agree. Yeah. yeah. I uh I got a good piece of advice from one of my old coaches, mm-hmm. and it was about you know being mentally more on like a a plateau and uh, not getting too high or too low. Yeah. And you know today I played. I didn't have a great day. Yesterday I played. Well, so it's, it's when that kind of stuff happens, not getting too happy about yesterday and not getting too, too sad about out, today and yeah. too set back. Cause I mean, like if you put in the work, it's not just going to go away in one day. Like one bad day doesn't mean that you're bad. Mm-hmm. If you have like a bad year, and one,
0: and one, good, on right and one good day doesn't mean that you're good. Exactly. You know?
1: So you can't just don't get too ahead of yourself. I think that's the biggest lesson that I've learned.
0: I think a huge life lesson is is consistency. Um, to try to be as consistent as you can with healthy habits and with um, hobbies and pursuits and professions that you engage in. <laughs> and um, golf, golf is like up there for that consistency. Yeah. It's, Cause it's so, I mean, I could pick a lacrosse stick and throw pretty proficiently in it without practicing for a year. Yeah. But uh, hitting a golf ball for eighteen holes—it's a whole story. <laughs> it's
1: it's crazy. I mean, you think it's crazy. You think that how much time I put in, and even the best pros in the world put in. Yeah, those guys put in so many hours, and yeah. the best at it in the world, and they still haven't figured out a way to like hit the same shot every single time. Yeah, and it's it's the guys who can hit the same shot the most and. Mm-hmm. Their misses be as close they're in, in good spots. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys who do the best.
0: So. Smart. I mean it's a uh it's a beautiful game. It's a hard. As you said, who's the guy who said the hardest course is the six inches between your ears?
1: Yeah. I I am sure it's oh, something, Palmer, like, big time. something yeah, like that, ben Hogan. No, I'm sure it was. Yeah. I should it's, know. If it's uh,
0: <laughs> you got to like think you almost got to like think small. Yeah. I think sometimes that's why. Maybe that's why you in 6th grade are going to 7th shot of 74. Yeah. Like a small a quiet mind's a good mind for golf.
1: I I think so much more than I did back then. I know. And it's cuz I've learned so much. I know. Sometimes ignorance is bliss. Ignorance
0: is bliss. Yeah.
1: Especially in golf cuz when you have so many things going through your head. Yeah. You don't know what's right and what's wrong, but when you're just kind of going out there and playing naturally and being athletic about it yeah then those are some those are usually the days you play your best.
0: yeah yeah it's like uh, I play very recreationally
1: <laughs>
0: and um, if I haven't played in say a couple months and I uh, I go out and play like I have no expectations. Yeah, and I played
1: probably okay. Yeah, you know, so like, oh, I been
0: "I I got this." Come on, the next day later, and I don't got this. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know? yeah, that's the difference. There's so many, so many of my friends I play with. They're great when I just play casually with them, uh-huh. and they'll sign up for a tournament. And it's just like I don't know how they shoot these numbers because it it's as soon as there's some sort of pressure or, or some sort of meaning to yeah. their golf shots, then they just start overthinking. And I think. I was lucky enough to, I think, play so many other sports where I learned to not overthink as much.
0: Yeah. It's interesting that like you started playing lacrosse way young, right? Yeah. What grade do you think?
1: Um, I'd say third grade.
0: Yeah. Um, I was just at a kindergarten? Wow. First grade? It's got to be first. No, it's kindergarten.
1: Jeez. I mean, I, I think I played with like those. I was it a
0: K slash one. Practice just now.
1: That's crazy.
0: It's nuts.
1: Yeah, I played with the uh, those next level sticks where they're like plastic heads. They're mm-hmm. not even like mesh. Mm-hmm. And you, I, I remember starting off with those, mm-hmm. and then uh, mm-hmm. man, I don't really not fiddles fiddle sticks. No, those aren't fiddle sticks. I don't even know what they call these. Yeah, but. Yeah, they had like the little bar over Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Those are like
0: back. modern day stuff.
1: Yeah, those are like yeah. the ones that you play with yeah, in yeah, the gym.
0: Yeah, yeah. P. We have a whole like trash can full of those Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Let's go play across for PE. Like, okay, how's this going to go? <laughs> Plays the girls across, I guess. That's how you got to do it. Yeah. But those things are a trip. They have, they have the bar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could just like pinch it up against the bar yeah. and be all cheap about like it. This. It's like, yeah. Oh, can't yeah. Catch me.
0: <laughs> And like, and you got extreme, like, uh, what's the opposite of whip? Like it goes oh, straight up I think sky like, whip or something yeah, like no that. Whip. I don't no know, whip. No yeah. whip. Exactly. You gotta really, you gotta aim at your shoes in order to get the ball you know, <laughs> yeah. forward.
1: It's uh, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I, uh, I picked up my lacrosse stick earlier this fall. Yeah. Or I guess not this fall, but I mean, last year. And I went out in the backyard. I was just pretty bored. I was like, all Mm -hmm. right, I'm just going to go out and shoot. Mm Because I still had my lacrosse lacrosse net and like the backstop in my backyard. So I went out and shot. And I started just – I shot. The first shot I took went like straight up (laughs) over the fence right into my neighbor's backyard. I was waiting for like a window to break. I was like – Holding your breath. I was holding my breath like, (laughs) oh, "Oh, God, please no. And I was like – all right, that's enough. <laughs> and I went back inside. And I was like, "Well, you grabbed your putter, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and put in your your
0: kickback on the inside carpet or something, yeah. <laughs> uh, you use that stuff. Like, like, I, have, I, ha- I have a mat. Yeah, there's a fu- so fun. They are. So you get you with your dad or a friend and do like a putting contest. It's like, yeah, it's easy.
1: It's also it's good practice too. Um, I mean, I have it. I have it in my room. My room. My room's not like huge. Yeah." So I have it like taken up like a third of the room, uh-huh. <laughs> and I just—I some nights I'll just—it's like the golf's taking
0: fall. up a third of your life, about, yeah, basically, probably.
1: Yeah, I'd say sleep is one half. Sleep, or golf. Yeah, that's about it. And uh, yeah, I'll be up if I can't fall asleep and I'm really bored. Then I'll go out. I'll, I'll putt, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a little loud. And I'm pretty sure my dad can hear it from his room. <laughs> and he's probably asleep. He probably hates me for it, but he doesn't say anything. So because he loves you, yeah, yeah. and then you're
0: pursuing something you love. Yeah. So it's hard. I would think hard for parents to to get upset by such a healthy habit or desire. Yeah.
1: Know? He. he uh, does your dad play? Yeah, he does. He he was the one who got me into golf. Yeah. yeah.
0: Is your dad pretty good?
1: He's okay. Yeah. Um, his back's been messed up for the last. I can't even count how many years, but yeah. he uh he hasn't been able to play as much. But I think when he was healthy, he got down to like a six at one That's point, great. which is Pretty darn good. That's, really, that's
0: good goal. Real good goal.
1: Yeah, he he didn't play until after college either, and I think he just did that play sport in college. He played football.
0: Yeah, seemed like a certainly an athlete. Yeah, he I was. To, I got the look, the build,
1: the walk. Around. Yeah, he's got the <laughs> walk. Yeah, yeah, he uh, that's he was a wide receiver, at Elon. Yeah, and I always. When I was younger, I would always play catch with him in the front yard. And whenever he dropped a pass, I would always make fun of him. I'm like, "Weren't you you played college football? What are you doing?" <laughs> I
0: asked him. you see the yearbook. Yeah, I don't believe you. <laughs> um, yeah, Elon's a cool school. Yeah, um, it's gotten really big too. It's blown up. It is. Did you look at Duke at all?
1: No. Um, they have really good golf, right? Yeah, they are good golf. Uh, good at golf. I uh, I think I, my dad brainwashed me to hate dude from a young young age. <laughs> uh, I know you probably don't like that. No, I mean that's
0: that's it's, it's, I don't know. it's I, common. I think. Yeah, it it's, it's
1: So funny, my dad. I I'll I'll watch teams that I just like don't have any care about and i'll Mm -hmm. root against them automatically just because of what my dad has told Mm -hmm. me to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) when i was like nine Mm -hmm. and ten he'd be like hey marsh you know you Mm -hmm. see that team we don't like them (laughs) got that it's
0: gonna be a quiz all right circle the teams that you're supposed to not like (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah it's so funny it's like syracuse which i find like kind of random he's like yeah we don't root for syracuse notre dame which didn't go over well at modern day because yeah Half the people there were like MDND. Yeah. yeah. Everyone there is huge Notre Dame. Fans. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's, funny. um,
0: who's, who is in the ACC? When's golf season? It's fall or spring. What's uh, the main one?
1: The main one is in the spring. Spring. But there, there is, uh, fall tournaments. For, yeah. For college. That's just for college. And then, yeah. There's summer stuff is independent, so you have, like, amateur stuff for when you graduate high school. Yeah. Um, which I'll start doing a lot of this year. And that's just no team. It's just all you. Um, but once you get to college, then it's it's a much different experience.
0: Right. What's, uh, who's winning the ACC this year? Is, is it over?
1: Yeah. Uh, I think Clemson won. Yeah. They've they've been playing really well. Wake hasn't been playing great lately. Which ACC thinks,
0: like pretty strong golf conference. Very
1: good. Yeah. yeah, we uh, I can't remember what we got, but it wasn't it wasn't great. But we just we just qualified for uh, national championship. So talking
0: about Wake,
1: Wake did okay. Great. So we got in today, which was good
0: into the national
1: championship. Yeah. So there's regional qualifiers where they, they take like a bunch of teams and then six teams from each Mm -hmm. uh, regional get sent to Mm -hmm. the national championship.
0: Mm -hmm. National championship is how many schools?
1: Um, I'd say probably 32. Is it like elimination style bracket? So there's a, it's actually really cool. Uh, The first three rounds are just stroke play. Mm -hmm. And then they add up like the team scores and then those top, the top eight team scores then go into a match play bracket. And then the winner of the match play bracket wins the national championship.
0: Interesting. Yeah. How long has been? how long does it last?
1: Um it's probably probably five days.
0: Cool. I mean, Which is uh it's a lot shorter than March Madness. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's
1: a lot more condensed. Yeah. It's so it's amazing how tiring Tournament golf is compared uh, to regular golf; just so much more of a mental strain. Uh, mental strain
0: will weigh you down, man. Yeah,
1: especially if you're having a bad day. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Do you have do you have caddies in college? Or no.
1: No. Um. You can have caddies in certain amateur tournaments. So during the summer. Um,
0: Not NCAA.
1: Really. No. Yeah. No. No caddies until you're really on tour. About
0: to
1: a <laughs> I wish that would actually be really yeah. fun.
0: You are the caddy.
1: Yeah,
0: we should do that. We should have a fun one. You know,
1: I know. I for the uh, the Maryland Am, we can have caddies. Um, so I'll take one of my friends out, and we'll just have a good time. For the Maryland Amateur. Yes.
0: Are you, uh, are you playing in that?
1: I am. It's a big time tournament. Uh, for the state, yes, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a it's a super fun tournament. It's one of my favorites every year.
0: Um, is it you know talking about Maryland Amateur for everyone or for, or for juniors or uh for everyone for everyone. Um, and you bring one of your buddies to caddy. Yeah. I will, I'll... One of your buddies who knows golf. Yes. knows you. Yes, usually. You trust.
1: Yeah, so there's uh So you're not
0: bringing Pat Hammond.
1: <laughs> no offense,
0: Patrick. Sorry, Pat. Should be sitting right over there. Yep. Too busy canoodling in Annapolis <laughs> over a bowl of spaghetti. Yep. And a lady in the tramp or
1: something. Yeah, he's getting Tex-Mex. Yeah. And that's I mean, a recipe for disaster.
0: That sounds like it to me. It doesn't sound like a romantic uh, I- I'd, idea, right there. I,
1: I would agree. And there's so <laughs> there's so many good spots in Annapolis. Mm-hmm. Like you can get the great crab cake. There's this one pizza place which is really good. Mm-hmm. And he chose Tex Max. I mean, uh, you
0: got to realize who we're dealing with here.
1: It's Patrick Anthony.
0: Yes, exactly right.
1: Yeah, not yeah. the brightest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's got his talents. Everyone's got their talents, <laughs> right? Yeah. <You> know? <laughs> um. What are you saying? About the Maryland Am- Maryland Am. When is that? Summer?
1: Uh it's the tenth May June tenth through thirteenth.
0: Where is it? Played?
1: Rolling Road. It's uh, a it. I, I haven't heard of it either. So uh, It's gonna be good though. It should be fun. Yeah. yeah. Um as long uh, as i play sl- well.
0: <laughs> wasn't last year's was at Sligo. Was that two years ago? <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was pretty much a fun at sligo. Track, last a fun, year. You ever play sligo? I have, I have, yeah. That's uh, a fun, yeah. I think that's where
0: you go out with your buddies and just like, let's go have some fun, yeah.
1: That is go play
0: with no shoes on exactly one club, yeah. That's sort of deal,
1: yep. We uh do that there, like Rock Creek Park,
0: yeah, yeah, DC, yeah. That's pro- might be more down toward uh Gazaga,
1: yeah. That's right across the street from St. John's, okay. Great, yeah. So uh, it was funny. I the, first, the only time I've really been golfing with some of my Gonzaga buddies who don't play golf much, we went there, and we played, you know, it was just like a fun little round, yeah. and I was hanging out with the same kids two weeks later,
0: yeah
1: and they showed me an article, it was like, dead body found on hole number 10 pond at Rock Creek Park Golf Course, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that's crazy
0: dude that's talk about like a, a hazard right there yeah that's that's a, a hazard
1: yeah. yeah yeah that would be quite the run-in oh my
0: goodness gracious just
1: going out to play a nice round of golf and finding a dead body
0: yeah like uh, no fun no good <laughs> yeah i don't want if have had a round that bad not to belittle the man's life you know
1: yeah exactly but
0: anyway um so i like um how you talked maybe a little bit ago about how um maybe your competitive spirit was helped by playing a lot of like team sort of competitive sports growing up.
1: I yeah, I I think I I came to that realization last summer. Um I noticed I kind of lost my competitive edge where right right after stopping playing uh Team sports,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would I used to like run people down or chase people down on mm-hmm. the leaderboard mm-hmm. and like do anything and like fight really hard just to do well. Um, but I noticed sophomore year, um, I kind of lost that edge where I'd be complacent where I was, and I've been really trying hard over the last year and a half to get that back, and I think I have.
0: Uh, How would you get it back? I number one. Is to recognize it, realize it, pinpoint yep. it. You know, yep. that something's missing, um, and then you got to figure out how to get it back.
1: I think I just I've taken it more seriously. I get myself into more of a serious mental state before I go out. Um, I try to I like quietly hype myself up, yeah. uh, and just like I, I some, I'm like I there's times where I'll be like talking to myself down the fairway where I'm like mm-hmm. pumping myself up. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to beat everyone here. Like all that. And then the um, fine
0: line between like getting, you know, pumped up and rah, rah. Yeah. And then you get up to the green and it's got you gotta like, totally be in the zone and, yep. and quiet.
1: It's, I think, yeah, I think that's sort of what being in the zone is. It's like, it's right. like having like a quiet intensity in yeah. your head. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's pretty easy to recognize in golf because yeah. you know you're not thinking about anything, you're confident, you know exactly what you're going to do, but it's super rare to get that. So I just try to, the last time I had it, I tried to really consciously think about what I was thinking at that moment and like what I'd done leading up to it so I could possibly replicate, replicate what I was doing before and how I was feeling. And uh and tournaments and rounds in the future, and I think that's helped a lot. I, I definitely have noticed that I'm like more ready to go, mm-hmm. and I'm not like more intense. Yeah, more of a more, fiery competitor now. Yeah, and I think that's it's good.
0: It's done, I think it's it's needed. I think the yeah. level of golf that you're playing at. You, you can't
1: know? be an athlete and not be competitive.
0: Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what do you do? You like basketball?
1: I you like reply? To watch basketball.
0: You ever play? Any good?
1: Uh, I'm pretty bad at basketball. Can't dribble too well. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> I'm so bad actually. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Uh, we do a CYO. Yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't do it this year. Yeah. Couldn't be done. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to
0: think of other things you could do to uh, to flex that uh, competitive side of yours. I know. Which would allow it to bleed onto the golf course. You know, like playing pool. Yeah. Playing cards. I play ping uh, pong. Playing ping pong. Which there is actually it's
1: some of the most intense moments ever.
0: And like. I get super Trying to take that. it. Trying to take it seriously. You know.
1: Yeah.
0: And not uh, just. I mean obviously it's ping pong. But. Uh,
1: yeah. Exactly.
0: That's like the kids like at modern day. They are playing PE and like 6th, 7th grade. And they're like oh, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to be a try hard. Oh I hate Like that. you're giving up on an opportunity to improve your, um, your, your uh, competitive nature.
1: Yeah.
0: Shame on you. It's like a sin. God's not happy right now. You're not using your talents as you should use them. I mean, it goes directly to what you're saying. It's like the reason why you're that, you. I think maybe golf took off like it did was because how competitive you were, not just in golf growing up, but in lacrosse and everything else that you engaged in yeah. sport-wise. Um, just allowed for golf to take off like a, on fire, right?
1: Yeah. And I was I was so used to winning in in other sports like yeah. lacrosse I played on a good team we won all the time mm-hmm. and then like hockey we won a lot modern day sports we always won because it's modern day mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and we uh, I think I got so used to winning that like anything other than winning felt weird yeah but in golf it's hard because most of the time you don't win yeah um so it's hard to keep that mindset uh Of just trying to win everything
0: yeah what you i mean what you're doing is uh is necessary, i think for your future success, I agree. know keep thinking, keep thinking, keep thinking, how do I <sighs> keep the edge, you gotta keep the edge, keep the edge, keep the edge, you know, yeah, and uh really need, if you really need like a, like a something to really booster, your ego, you can come over here and even race me or something, <laughs> and like uh. 100 your dash you'd probably spank me.
1: I don't know. I haven't run I haven't sprinted all out in a long time.
0: <laughs> or you know what? You can
1: golf against me. How about yeah. that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I give you I don't know. Arm wrestling edge yet? I don't know. No, you Maybe. can trust me. <laughs> but uh I'll compete against you with anything you want. All right. You know, if you're looking for someone to talk to or play a game against. Yeah. Give me a call. You got my number now. All right. I think. Maybe it's over Instagram, but same difference. Yeah, but I think uh, a good if, if kids are listening to this right now, um, to realize that to play sports, all, I think how many? do you play a lot of sports growing up? I played a lot of sports. That's so important. Yeah, and to play and want to win and compete. Yep. And then one of those sports is going to speak to you, you know, and the playing of all the sports: hockey, about <laughs> basketball, wrestling lacrosse, um, whatever it might be, ping pong is going to, all the the the, the energy that, and, and the, that you put into all those sports will come and pour itself into, if you find a sport that stand, stands out among the field and really help to uh, propel you in that one sport yep. because you've played a lot of other sports. Because you were talking earlier about how come some people can't compete um, when the lights are on. On the big stage, right? Um, and you said earlier, correct if I'm wrong, that you know that it, it maybe it may your athletic background, meaning the amount of uh, other sports you played, yeah, that allowed you to develop and nurture a, a serious competitive fire.
1: Yeah, I think all sports they all have common aspects to them. Yeah, where no matter what you do, those aspects will carry on to whatever other sport you do. Yeah. And I think doing more sports helps you unlock a bunch of different things that could end up helping you along down the road and whatever you do. Yeah. Like, I, I learned a lot from playing lacrosse. I learned a lot from playing hockey. Even though I only wrestled for a year, I learned so much from wrestling. Mm-hmm. Just about, like, discipline. and Maybe the most. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's, so different. It's so different. And you only did
0: it for such a short amount of
1: time. Oh, the, you had to be learning every day a lot. The pressure of going into a match, just like one on one. I mean, seriously, it's like it's in a singlet.
0: The, yeah,
1: pretty much. You're like half naked. That's what I was, I was. You feel like you're naked, and you're like in front of all <laughs> your friends, and in your mind, losing is the most embarrassing thing ever. Even though probably to them, they're like, oh, okay, whatever. It's it's not that big of a deal, yeah. but to you in that moment, it's like, it is. holy crap! I the if world, I is this. You think the world's like gonna collapse on you if you lose? So that, similar to golf, yeah. Um,
0: but it's not like a totally one on one unless you're playing match play, right? Um, but it's like it's a very there's a lot of honesty in individual sports. Yeah. It's like I messed up on the tenth hole, and if I didn't, I probably would have you know had a better score. Yeah, you are just looking at you. Yeah, there's no... You. there's no. There's no. There's, there's there's great elements of team sport that you know about, like trust, you know, teamwork, and being patient, realizing that re- realizing that life is not fair, and a lot of it's out of your hands. You might have the best game of your life playing the cross. <laughs> you might have like seven goals, but you might still lose the thing, and you got to be upset about that uh, because the rest of your team didn't play well. Yeah. But blame. and that's I mean that's like the person that like lives the perfect life and is virtuous and honest and works hard and he gets hit by a bus at 40 years old life's not fair yeah um, but uh, there's some certainly transparency honesty about individual sports and golf it's just like about the man in the mirror yeah you know
1: yeah it's all on you
0: you know that's on yeah, Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> There's, I think it's. I think it's also a poem, right?
1: I don't know the poem. but a no song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet dance floors know that. Know that you know that song too, whether for a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we should probably wrap. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. This you're, is super fun. Uh, a, You're you're uh, an impressive young man. Reminds me a lot of my, nah, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> when I was 18. 18? Yes. Yeah, all right, cool. And uh, you're going to do great things at, at Wake. And, you know, if not, give me a call and we'll, we'll make it work. Yeah. How about that? Sounds good. Sounds great. All right, brother. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you. Mar- uh, Marshall Meisel, ladies and gentlemen.